If you had told me that we would still be in business a year after not serving a single person inside, I would have told you you were, oh, you were absolutely yeah. crazy. And that was Annette and Nicole from Throwback Brewery on this week's episode of Brew Roots. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brew Roots, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me as always is Erica and Matt. Salut! Hola! Hi. Oh, amazing Ryan is at the intros. Yeah, Ryan, you could have done nails it any time. version of hello, and you did hi. Yeah, because that's the one I know. You could have done ni hao. Didn't know that. Chinese for hello. I can't think of that that quick. I'm just sorry. I'm a poor old fish boy. You know what? That's fine. <laughs> but he's a cute poor old fish boy. You are cute, Ryan. Oh, thanks. Well, yeah, like Ryan said, welcome. Welcome. Yeah, here we are. We have an awesome episode for you this week, and yeah, I'm we so excited for because I hold this place near and dear to my heart. Yeah, you rant and rave about it. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. am excited in a couple of weeks because we are all going to rent a I am fire so pit excited there. to rent a fire pit. Um, That's like the coolest thing. You get like unlimited marshmallows, I think, for s'mores. We think. Pretty sure. We got to double check. Yeah. Um, But then you just get to hang out at a fire pit at a freaking brewery. And get beer brought to yes. you. Yes. Which is really cool. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped anyways. I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited because there's a lot of cool things happening right now. More people are getting vaccinated. More breweries are opening up to the yeah. public. Uh, restrictions are getting eased back a little bit. Yep. Still got to wear your mask, I'm sure. Yeah. Still be safe. This doesn't mean, you know, run around all crazy and spread the virus again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure, um, you know, if this is true to breweries, but I know restaurants, they can be at 100% capacity as long as the tables are still six feet apart. Right. right. So it's not really yeah. 100%, but it just yeah. means you can fit more people in. That's sure. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, if we are, have some new listeners this week, welcome. Uh, I know that we had a ton of people tune into our Thursday evening live stream with our good friends, Penny Pinchers. so much fun. And yes. I, Thanks for listening, everyone. I want to give a huge shout out to all the people who did the freshman class um, tours, you know, um, Hawk Visual, Boston Beer Girl, EJ, Mass Brew Bros, yeah. um, and, and Crafted Company. Um, everyone did an awesome job with Killed that. Um, you know, face it, let's face it, they blew us out of the water with their video production, but everyone else had God amazing, amazing, amazing <laughs> um, content. And uh, it was just honored to be part of um, some great people and yeah. learn about some great breweries. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, great time and we wanted to highlight those breweries and that's why we didn't release an episode last week yeah. um and a lot of work went into our production um and a lot of work went into everyone else's production exactly um but mass beer week came and went and uh we hope you all had a great time and drank some amazing mass beer but I, um that's I, not the only time in the year to drink mass beer mass beer you know we got to keep doing it year round that's right Ryan, you went to Sylvaticus, I saw. Uh, yes, I went to Sylvaticus, had a couple boots. Boots? I went, das Boot. Uh, I went to Widowmaker, and I went to Medusa. Nice. Look at yeah. you go. I know. It was my first day off in a while, and I wanted to you take advantage. You decided to go to every and corner of the state. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to go to places that I can't get to on a normal basis. Yeah. So I stocked up, and... I had a good time, you know. Uh, everyone was still doing a phenomenal job. Beer's really fresh and tasty. Yeah. That's awesome. Erica, yeah. where'd you make it out to? Where did I make it out to? I went to... You went to Trillium, I thought. Trillium, that's right. Thank you. Yep. I have to remember sometimes. Erica's just always like... A, she's a she's a woman about the town. She's like, I, I gotta go to all these places. places. Yeah, so Get so many events. <laughs> yeah. 
right so many events i went to um trillium and harpoon and i also went to sam adams because um sam adams new pink boots beer was out so that was, was it good super excited about it, that um i haven't had it yet because oh. my beer fridge is overflowing but, yeah same. um you know so it's there and i'm excited to try it <laughs> sometime soon um but anyway so that was fun just to kind of you know hop skip and a jump and stop at a couple breweries uh, and check that out. I actually had uh, my first beer from Vanished Valley. Cool. Um, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, my friend works at Trader Joe's, and uh, he hooked me up with a four-pack. Shout out to your friend at Trader yeah. Joe's. Yeah, they're carrying their stuff down in uh, Peabody. So pretty cool. Did you go to the... Or Dangerous. Uh, I forget which one. Yeah, same. One of the same. They're <laughs> yeah, Peabody, the I think. Same, yeah. Did you go to the Harpoon in the Seaport? Yeah, on the yeah. seaport. Yeah, and Julia on the seaport. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fun fact. I know this is not beer related, but that's uh, right next to where my family picks up seafood almost fun every day. Fun fact. David's Fish Market. Yeah. Let's go there. David's Fish Market. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. I took a weekend off from drinking. Believe wow. Yeah. I actually had a ton of wine this past week. Which yeah, I, I still drink wine. Think <laughs> yeah. About what I drank. So yeah. I was like, I had wine that yeah. night and that night and that night. Um, but yeah. That's cool. And uh, yeah, I took a weekend off from drinking beer. Uh, I had a lot during Mass Beer Week uh, to sure. support. And uh, I was back nice. on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Monday night I had uh, Mass Beer. Uh, I had, uh, you know, I, we talked about it today when we went to uh, Faces. I had my last Faces uh, Commander, yeah. which it held up. Uh, they were giving me so much <laughs> to the look. It's in the back of your fridge. And Come it was like, it's now. been in the back Come of my on. fridge for a month, but it still held up and it was awesome. So uh, yeah. Uh, faces, cool. Jack's Abbey, Notch. Uh, the Huge. The Huge for me. Yeah. Uh, the Huge for me. Cool. And, and wine. Yeah. Of course. A of little course. bit of vino. Oh, vino. Little mm, vino. That's nice. Um, but other than that, there's... Uh, Some Pink Boots news? Yeah. Yeah. So um, our next virtual meeting has been set up, has been scheduled, if you will. Uh, March 24th at 7 p.m. So if you're in the industry or even if you're in like, um, you know, meat or any kind of industry in like the liquor, alcohol making, making world, <laughs> you can join and come on down virtually. Uh, information's on their Facebook page. And yeah, it's going to be great. Virtual beer tasting. They'll send you a four pack if you sign up. I was pumped to see that yeah. Pinkfoots has a Boston Pinkfoots has an Instagram now. Yeah. yeah I was like, long time coming. Oh, long time I was coming. Surprised. Yeah. I was like, we really haven't had one? Jeez. But uh, the social media presence no. has been awesome, just seeing yeah, some of the yeah. posts and, and learning some of the stuff and, and highlighting Definitely. some of the amazing pink boot beers that are coming out. I, I know that I've seen a number of them. I've seen a number of collaborations. Yeah, yeah Exhibit A and uh, Faces did a Pink Boots collab. Yeah. That's out now, I think. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Yeah. Um, and uh, Wormtown. Uh, this past Wednesday, yeah, not yeah. to not to change the subject, <laughs> not to change but, the subject uh, but we're highlighting a couple of things. Yeah, they uh, they, just opened their new tap space. Yeah, pretty exciting. It is beautiful. Um, just from anyways, what I've seen on social, I haven't actually stopped by. Yeah, our us. friend Jenna's trying to get us to go there, <laughs> and like we will at some point. Yeah, but uh, it's also Wormtown's eleventh uh, birthday. Yeah. yeah, so like happy birthday to Wormtown. Woo -woo. Love you guys. Love you guys. You guys do some really cool stuff. Yeah, really great beer. So good. And uh, you employ one of our favorite people. Yeah. A couple. A couple. A lot of our favorite actually, people, yeah. actually. So, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, that 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 Worcester, that greater Worcester scene is, is really cool. You know, you got yeah. Redemption Rock. You, you got Wormtown. Wormtown you got Penny Pinchers. Penny Pinchers. Is right. uh, great Rhythm. Yep. Right. 
Great Rhythm? No, no. Great, uh, greater Good. Greater Good. Greater yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Um, um, if you like kombucha, there's Craft. Craft, yeah. Craft, craft Tea. Craft Tea, thank yeah. You, thank you. Um, it's a cool area. It's a cool spot. Yeah. Yeah, I loved I loved talking to Penny Pinchers last week. So if you Solid haven't, people, yeah, stop by. Like they're just awesome people. Yeah, great beer. Well, Ryan, what do you think, Ryan? I think we should get on to this amazing episode with Throwback. I do too. <gasps> Throwback Brewery is so exciting. Well, whether you're in the car going to work, coming home from work, or doing whatever the hell you're doing, I hope and you enjoy. In your basement at home. In your basement at home, like Erica <laughs> says. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it because uh, we had a lot of fun there, and I think you'll be able to tell. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Erica and Ryan, this is uh, an anomaly for us recently. Yeah, we're in person somewhere. We're in person. <laughs> we're still socially distanced. We're wearing masks. It's important to continue to do so. If yes. you live in a state that, you know, maybe lifted that mandate or is thinking about that, I'm going to say wear a mask still. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, but I'm a realist. It could be helpful. I don't know. It's a good <laughs> idea. Um, but we are here. In Northampton, right? It's Northampton. North Northampton, New Hampshire. I don't want to call it Hampton. I don't want to get anyone mad. <laughs> Let's get specific here. Uh, it, it is specific here. Um, <laughs> and we're here at a place where I was telling uh, Nicole off air um, that I'm kind of mad. Because ever since this place has been an inception, I've probably gained 20 to 30 pounds. Yeah. Eating their food, <laughs> drinking their beer. Um, and the one year that they get something that I can like exercise and do... I never even got to utilize. So, <laughs> right. It's okay. It's okay. Next year, in next the summer, year. we'll do better next year. And I just have to run. Yeah. You know, that's like yeah, that's we'll the moral of the story, right? From, from your place. Um, <laughs> so, with all those descriptions, where are we? We're at Throwback. That's right. We're at Throwback. Yeah. And uh, what's going on? Hey, guys. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to Throwback. Um, so, we're here with Annette. And yes. We're here with Nicole. Hi. Uh, thank you guys for doing this today. We were like, we certainly appreciate you, you know, spending, uh, your early Wednesday morning doing this with us? Yeah, absolutely. Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, nice to have people in here. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> this must feel good for you guys yeah. too. It's it's the nice. The dogs for... are really excited. I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 I love that. Here. Yeah. So cool. It's nice for us to not see like a pixelated person in front of a Zoom screen for yes. once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we get to watch people drink our beer too. Yeah. Right. Is, yeah. Um, well, I was telling somebody I'm less awkward. Like this, as opposed to in front of a computer, but it's only slightly so. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so we start every interview asking our guests um, their role at the brewery and their first memory of beer. So oh. You can duke it out who wants to start first. but I mean, Like first drinking memory? Or first? <laughs> you choose. In my memory, there was always beer. So I don't really, I don't know. My, my dad definitely liked his beer. Um, I'm Nicole. And my role, I'm, uh, Annette and I are co-founders, and um, I tend to focus more on the business side, so the, the marketing. Um, I also am the queen of ween here, which is probably not a common title for a brewery owner, but we do have a line of sausage um, called Lady Sausage, yeah. so I'm sort of the, uh, <laughs> awesome. the main sausage maker behind lady sausage um memories of beer i don't know a lot of them are college related yeah. as most people but uh i think for me it's has to do more with like coming home and my dad having like gone to california and bringing home like pete's wicked or oh, anchor steam so cool. and like us <laughs> having beers together and so those are really some of my best memories with beer yeah. or earliest memories spoiled on good beer early on. <laughs> yeah. yeah no kidding <laughs> i still drink anchor so. yeah. <laughs> 
and I'm Annette. Um, my role here, I was head brewer for a lot of years. Um, since we moved to the farm in 2015, I've taken on more of the operations role, um, you know, fixing the tent that blew over uh, yesterday, <laughs> doing some of those things. Um, and with the restaurant, it's certainly given us a lot of different um, skills to learn and to, to kind of keep up with. So. I still get to play around in the brewery a little bit, uh, hopefully more as we move along this year, but um, I kind of do everything. Uh, when something breaks, I am the one that's called to fix it. So. And that's our our problem fixer, basically, <laughs> is, her, is her main role yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No matter what department, it could be the farm, it could right. be the kitchen, it could be the brewery, yep. she fixes it. If you need help with math. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, good, we'll come here. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, my first memories of beer, my dad certainly loved uh, loved his Bud Heavy, I guess is what it's <laughs> called now, but it wasn't then. Um, but my own memories weren't college related, really, because I um, only had like not great beer like available to me in college, so I didn't really like it. But out of uh, college on my first engineering job, my mentor, Bruce, um, he's a he helped us out a lot, a lot of years here, but he's very much into beer and would sort of, we'd be on site at a, in another state and he'd be like, well, what do you think about this? And what do you like about this? And so he really is the one that got me thinking about beer. Pete's Wicked was the first one for me, that, nice. that ESB style I really liked. That's cool. That ESB style that I wish would make a research. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's always interesting to hear someone's backstory. You kind of hinted at engineering. I'm also an engineer, so that's really cool. Um, what was the backstory and original plan? I'm sure, you know, you know, having that anchor steam with your dad back in the day and, and, and being exposed to, to beer. Um, was that like was that a moment in time that you were like, I want to own a brewery or was that not even in the in the in the in the vision? <laughs> in college. So I went to Dartmouth and people like to drink beer there for the most part not to grossly like overgeneralize <laughs> but um and I played rugby and uh I always told everyone that like I just would love besides being the first female white rap star which has already yes. happened and that oh was God. not not for me like <laughs> that just ended that, that, <laughs> dream, so that dream ended a long time ago <laughs> although I'm more than happy to spit very bad rhymes but I was you, like you're oh, gonna have to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'll happen later for sure yeah. I was yeah give me a lot of beer um <laughs> I was like, oh, I'd love to be a bartender, right? But that was just sort of a passing fancy, and I never thought that would happen. And, you know, I was in computer science and product management for years, and I got my MBA. And when I met it, we met playing rugby in Boston. Um, and it wasn't until we started homebrewing that, uh, and I blame, we blame Annette for this. <laughs> everything. Whole, for everything, basically. Oh, and, yeah. and, I, and, I, yeah. and I blame Bruce. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, um, I went to MIT and I studied uh, engineering, uh, environmental engineering. And so out of college, I worked um, in southern Massachusetts. Um, and that's where I met Bruce. And um, eventually, we all wound up in New Hampshire. Um, and there were a few of us that... Um, well, a few of them that were brewing, home brewing. Bruce does this thing called Bruce's Beer Fest. He's probably done it for, I don't know, like 20 something years. At least. And it was just a really good excuse for he and his friends to sit in his backyard and eat <laughs> smoke meat and drink beer all day. <laughs> and they would, you know, rag on each other and kind of like. So, sucks. of course, we wanted in. Yeah, right. yeah, why not? I want in. Can I get <laughs> yeah. the yeah. invite to the next one, please? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 
So, um, yeah, I convinced Dennis helped us brew our first homebrew. Um, and we were, well, we went to a beer fest, one of Bruce's beer fests, and we were like, yeah, we're going to enter this next year. So then in that next year, we learned to homebrew through Dennis. And of course, I love, like, I read a lot of, like, nonfiction, right? So I was reading everything I could at that time that, you know, the internet, that's dating us a bit. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> You couldn't look anything up on Google. Yeah, it wasn't that. a great resource. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so I just collected books, and, you know, I was bugging them. Like, I'm like, did you measure this? Did you measure this? And Dennis is like, I just want to drink the beer. So I, don't, I don't care what it started I don't care out. what the pH level yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely got into it um, technically, and that's kind of one of the things I've always loved about brewing was that the science behind it, it can get really in, intrinsic and really, like, um, detailed, or you can kind of brew and make beer without really knowing what's going on. So it was just really exciting for me to do that. And yeah. yeah, and for me, like I love to eat and I love food and I love thinking about different flavor combinations. And so like, I would love, you know, a lot of times I'd give ideas, I'm like an ideas person. I'd be like, Annette, like this was way back when we first started the brewery 10 years ago. I was like, now everyone has peanut butter beers. But I was like, <laughs> can you please make me like a chocolate peanut butter porter? Cause I love porters. Yeah. And uh, she ended up turning it into like an Imperial oh my God. stout, which <laughs> nice. we still do today. It's called Fat Alberta and it's one of our most popular beers yes, but uh love it. yeah love it. that's cool um so wh you 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 kind of teased your your past crossed rug rugby yeah we played rugby in boston post-college yeah. Post -college. do you yeah. still play <laughs> <laughs> no oh, no my, knee, my knees won't uh, take that no i mean frankly like i would love to still play but yeah, yeah. you just want to hit someone i just want to hit someone yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, certainly, I, I hate to say homebrewing is a hobby, but for, uh, for a lot of people, it's a hobby. Yeah. When did your quote unquote hobby become an idea to, you know, take that plunge uh, that so many people take and leave their job and open a brewery and, <laughs> yeah. or not leave their job, and not leave their job yeah. and work 60 hours <laughs> yeah, a week. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that happens too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had been homebrewing, I don't know, like six or seven years yeah. and. I had been working in consulting for engineering uh, about 17 years at that point, and I was just kind of like ready, ready to do something else. And and the hands-on aspect of brewing was really appealing. I mean, um, so I was just at a point in my career where I needed to do something else, and so I was like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And maybe I can grow flowers for a living. And she's just like, "No." Yeah, she was running all these ideas <laughs> by me, and I was like. Pfft. No, no. I mean, meanwhile, I was brewing every week, and we were drinking everything we could find and all this stuff. But I was like, or maybe I'll make curtains for people. And she's just like, what? Yeah, are then you? she wanted to start a grocery store. And I was oh, like, my God. Yeah. Oh. I was thinking and, about it. Yeah, and then yeah, finally yeah. it was a brewery. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. And uh, then you went down to, like, kept cutting hours at work. Did the Siebel? Um, oh, the institute. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did an internship at Smutty Nose, and at nice, that point, nice. Yeah. And that was still like, yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, yeah. have fun. I'm here if you need any business yeah. advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was 2010. Wow. And then yeah. I. That's before this area even. Yeah. It was, oh, money, yeah. It was just oh, yeah. Smutty, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Smutty yeah. Nose and uh, Red Hook. Red Hook. Portsmouth Port yeah. yeah. Brewery. Portsmouth Brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we were definitely newbies here. Um, and then, yeah, we started paying rent in um, November 2010, and then we sold our first beer in July 2011. So nice. for all the licensing and the build-out and everything. Um, and that was not at, at 
what we call Hobbs Farm. Yeah, right? so yeah, we're on the farm now. We have a 12-acre farm, but we started across the street oh, okay. um, in a little warehouse right. park. We had a three-barrel system that Annette basically worked with a welder in Maine, and well, they welded it all together. And we were the first nano brewery in the state with a tasting room, sort of like oh, pr- nice. proving out the concept. Yeah. Um, and we thought we'd just make some beer and uh, see what happened. It's funny because, like, we, I remember going to the, was it the planning or the zoning board? And they're like, you only have three parking spots. But we were <laughs> oh, like, yeah. it's fine. Because <laughs> this was before, board, yeah. Yeah. you know, we knew, like, what nanobreweries could, could do, like, and how many people would go and like we just had we were so lucky that the uh, the warehouse park we were in where the businesses closed on the weekend of course because the whole parking lot would fill up we'd be like people (laughs) would like hanging out yeah Yeah. and um i remember turning 21 and coming up and being like I can't park anywhere. We had to park on the street, <laughs> which I don't think was legal. Which yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, we, like, rolled out the fake grass carpet, you know, had, nice. like, Some lawn chairs, lawn chairs and um, it was definitely a simpler, <laughs> simpler time. Simpler times. Yeah. But, yeah, there were 13, we were, like, the 13th brewery in the state, and there are, what, 100 now? Yeah. That's which cool. is crazy. It's cool. It's cool to see the growth of New Hampshire in the in the 10 years that I've been legal drinking age. Yeah. So you go from 13 to, to 100 and you guys kind of be in the one of the pioneers of that. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, Weird to think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. We're like, we're not that old. And then, you know, everyone, th- you yeah. know, I think a lot of people think of, of us as like one of the elder statesmen, but we're not really when you look at like, you know, Peter Eggleston with yeah. his like Portsmouth Brew has been what, 30? Mm. It must be close to 30. Yeah. yeah. They've been on for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into your migration over from the warehouse to this beautiful farm, uh, we just have a word from our amazing sponsors. So take it away, Ryan. Take it away. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you, whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers. At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BRUTES for 10% off your online order today. Shirks on Tap is the box subscription service where you can get some of the dopest brewery t-shirts out there. I'm talking breweries from Dallas, San Diego, and even our home area of New England. And you might ask, how do I get my hands on some? To get your first box for $5, click the link below in our description, or head on over to our website, breweries.com. Remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. And we're back. Um, We're lucky enough right now, we're drinking a jalapeno pilsner. Yep. And uh, a coconut... uh, Guava guava sour. sour. So good. You weren't kidding that you were a foodie and an idea person. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> these two beers. Were these your ideas? Yeah. Uh, I don't know where. The jalap- 
Pina one was. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I love spicy. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, well, it's funny, like, I alluded to the fact that I love porter. And when we first started drinking beer, I did. I just was, like, all about Catamount Porter and dark yeah. beers. And it wasn't until we started the brewery that I said to Annette, like, I think we'll be really successful if you make a Pilsner that I like. And she came up with the base recipe that we've still brew to this day for our Love Before Long Time Bohemian Pilsner. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, thought, let's make it a little zestier. A little zestier. It's really nice. It definitely has that good spice to it, but yeah. it's not overwhelming. Absolutely. Like someone who doesn't necessarily love spicy yeah. would still enjoy that, Yeah, definitely. I think. It's definitely um, a food beer. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that with some Mexican or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. yeah. Yeah. Pizza, sushi. Yum. List goes on. Yes. <laughs> we tried it all. It's only 1030. I'm hungry now. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> cool. So um, we're obviously sitting in this beautiful tap room, um, like this old farm house, right? At what point did you move over here? Well, we were in the warehouse uh, for about a year, and I guess sort of as a background, when we opened the brewery, um, well, prior to the brewery, you know, I was very much an avid gardener. I grew a lot of our own food and things. So opening the brewery, I really wanted to have that connection with our local community and farmers. So we had made it our goal to source as much as we could within 200 miles of the brewery to make the beer, cool. which was, you know, not, it still is a pretty unusual. Um, yeah. And um, we were lucky at that point where Valley Malt out of Hadley Mass had opened up about eight or 10 months before us and they were actually malting barley because otherwise we wouldn't be able to get local barley yeah. in our area. So um, so very much wanted to be part of the farming industry, farming community. And um, But, you know, starting off, we were like, I don't even know if anybody's going to come and drink beer with me. So, <laughs> you know, kind of, you know, warehouse space seemed good. But we outgrew that space pretty quickly. It was a three-barrel system that we started on. Um, and, you know... I, again, I was at a point in my career where I was just going to make beer. Maybe people would stop by and yeah. hang out, you know. Um, but it, we were really lucky with the support from the community, and we needed bigger space. I was looking to expand into the next bay at the warehouse um, and probably go into Home Depot or something. Right, and right. I saw the farm was up for auction. So that we're at Hobbs Farm. Um, it's been in the Hobbs family since it its inception in the 1700s. Oh, wow. Uh, this was the first time it was available for purchase, and I was just obsessed with it uh, from the start. I think, you know, we're we're in year one, right? And I'm like, yeah. let's buy a farm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a really expensive farm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I um, I was like, well, what do we need? What, what can we do here? And I was bouncing it off of different people that you know resources we have in our community like a realtor friend a carpenter friend and i was like somebody needs to tell me i'm crazy because i otherwise i'm going to just obsess over it and stuff so yeah we were and they were like no i think you have a good idea here and we're like shit yeah yeah like anyone I mean, maybe is, maybe your dad was the one. My who was dad was like, like you are ha, 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 and he just changed the subject. And like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> all right, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we went to the auction, and well, we, Annette did. I did. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was. I worked for still, IBM. Yeah. So the whole the first four years, I well, I was an executive at IBM, and okay. it was like I didn't really want to leave my job. Yeah. So I did the <laughs> night and weekend thing, but I had a big conference. That German, I was speaking Germany. at in Germany. Yeah. So the auction was, of course, when I was on the plane oh, on the way home. Oh, geez. And I sent my friend Catherine as a proxy. Yeah. And I was like, 
Catherine, do not let Annette spend more than like <laughs> X amount. Yeah, yeah. Amount of money. Anyways, I as soon as it landed, we could turn the phone. I turned my phone on and it was like bing, 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 and like all this stuff. And uh, we had quote won the auction. Yay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that was in 2012, um, and I I'm the ever optimist here. So I was like, we'll sweep it out and move in. You know. <laughs> Meanwhile, sheep had been living in here for a hundred years. Right. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> It took three years um, oh, wow. between design work and Town. permitting and money and then actually yeah. doing the work. We chose to do all the reconstruction in the winter where we received seven feet of snow in two weeks. Yeah. Oh, that was, I remember that. Yeah. 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 So we have pictures of the open um, roofing with just like feet of oh, snow geez. in the brewery, you know. So, um, But um, we were able to move in for July, July. 1st. Yep. 2015 um we weren't i would say we weren't quite ready um not ready mentally or physically or any of that probably the building was ready but we weren't um but the way the licensing works in new hampshire our group of i mean our nano license was expiring on june 30th at the warehouse so if we didn't go into this on July 1st, we wouldn't, we would have to renew a yeah. whole another year or whatever. So we were like, well, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> so. And just to set context, like, okay, we knew how to brew beer and make beer, but we had no idea about running a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Luckily we made a really great hire there with Carrie, our chef, um, who's still with us. But like we, I went over, I made a sign said, yeah. yeah. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> but we're across the street. Yeah, so yeah. I, and with a with an address because yeah. we we knew that like our core customers would show up, but we weren't ready to post it on Online. social media. So we still had hundreds of people like yeah. showing up, and we're trying to like we were so figure yeah. it out. It was just laughing, thinking about like that's like nothing now, like hundreds of people, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're like, but it, you know, when you've never run a restaurant before, yeah. and you're learning new processes and yeah. establishing like standard operating procedures, it's yeah. And we went from like being open four to seven for a little taste to, you <laughs> yeah. know, food and pints and yeah, yeah. completely yeah. different. Oh, yeah, so, so different. different. So what made you think of doing food again? Like I know you're a foodie, so yeah. Well, actually. Now it's a little bit different, but you could not serve a full pint of beer unless you offered food. Oh, so were you considered okay. a brew pub at that time, or it, no? What's that? Was it considered like a brew pub at that? Oh, point? you had you you yeah. had to have a restaurant license or a brew wow. pub license. Yeah, the Nano Plus license wasn't available at that point. Yeah, um, and so in addition, the state was like, you can't have a menu with just food that you can walk around with. Oh yeah, they were really sticklers. They oh. they like. I had to go to the the state office. They like looking at the paper menu. They're like, "Well, you could walk around with this. You, we need we need food that requires you to sit and eat." Oh, and I was yeah. like, "But, <laughs> but like, who would want to walk around I'm with like, like a, a medium rare hamburger? Yeah. And like, oh. <laughs> down your arm, right? Like, yeah, maybe it's like yeah. a McDonald's one." But <laughs> I was like, trying to convince them. I'm like, I I don't know what you eat, but yeah, yeah. Like, no. So. Oh, goodness. I mean, it worked out. But it, it worked just, out, yeah. yeah. Were, I think we were, again, we were, like, it was new to them. Now it's it's a little more relaxed, and they're doing stuff with the licensing to make it a little bit better. You're yeah. kind of breaking through. You're, like, the first one. Yeah. I yeah. That. Yeah. But uh, we never thought we would. We saw more food than beer. Yeah. yeah we know. we yeah. never thought that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who, your chef, you mentioned. Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. Um, what made you choose Carrie? Oh, 
her hot dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's an event at Strawberry Bank in downtown Portsmouth. Portsmouth yeah. Well, in, you know, pre- previous years. And she... Um, oh, Passport. Pass called Passport. Yeah, Carrie was the... Um, Chef, she ended up being the chef de cuisine, a longtime sous chef at the Black Trumpet, which is one of the best restaurants in downtown Portsmouth. And she, one day she made um, at that event these like house-made hot dogs with house-made bread, with, like ha- beer mustard. Mm-hmm. And Annette and I kept going back because we were pouring <laughs> beer at that event. And we we're like, you go going. now, you go. Yeah, yeah. I already went. Like- but also, it was um, her food was like in line with what we liked and she obviously liked to source use local ingredients like super talented but I think a lot of it also was from a culture perspective we knew what we wanted in a chef and we knew what we didn't want and we didn't want the traditional sort of old school like berating people and being a a dick you know in in the kitchen (laughs) like you can have a successful successful kitchen and have someone leading that has a lot of empathy and like compassion and wants to like grow and mentor people, which is what we ultimately. You should repeat really that wanted. statement like yeah. twenty more times. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> so you know, culturally and values-wise, it was a good fit. Yeah. yeah. Well, we also said, oh, you could just make snacks for people. Yeah, we totally like. Snacks turned into snacks. No, that was the pitch. Is like you're gonna work forty hours. You're forty hours a week. We don't know if anyone's gonna buy food. Yeah. Yeah, you could be bored in there. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Oh my god. Meanwhile, we've had to expand the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. We did. We had to double so- the size of the kitchen. Oh, geez. Yeah. Wow. Already, we had, no, we had no idea. That's exciting. So uh, day one beers, what were the day one beers over the warehouse? And have any of those recipes carried over? Were those homebrew recipes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, one of my favorite styles is an American brown ale, which is um, tough to find. It's another one that should make a research. Yeah. 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 Well, I finally, like, we're brewing it. (laughs) Because there's not a lot of people that like it, but I'm going to make them like it. And I'll drink it. And I'll drink (laughs) it It's such a good beer. It's called Dippity-Doo. Yeah, so it's called Dippity-Doo. It actually started off as a homebrew um, yep. when Nicole's dad retired, he got like this brew kit, which he never used. And we were, we had been homebrewing and we were like, let's brew together. And of course he's like sitting in the chair, like reading a catalog or something. And she and I are like homebrewing. Yeah. We're like, how's it going, Lee? How's yeah. It? Um, but he actually had a couple, people gave him a couple of kits. So he came to the realization. Yeah. He's never going to use it. Yep. So he ended up giving them to us. And then Annette just sat down one day and she's like, has all this math on a piece of paper. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm creating a brown ale based upon all the grains. Oh, these that's home cool. Kits. Yeah. So that was the very so first beer was... Annette brewed in the warehouse yeah. and the very first beer that we brewed when we moved here. Actually, nice. when I was filing stuff the other day, I realized we brewed Hopstruck here. First? First. Oh. Yeah. When we moved to the farm. But anyway, so, di- yeah. so Dippity-Doo is our brown ale. Yep. Hop Hopstruck, struck, red yeah. IPA. Yep. So Ooh, I'm nice. not a self-professed hop head by any means. I like the way the caramel malts balance hops. So For sure. when I started brewing IPAs, that was like kind of the first one I did. And um, it has a healthy amount of caramel hops in it to make the color and balance those hops. And we still brew that one now. Um, Maple Kiss. Maple Kiss Ooh. Porter. That was the very, very last brew that the two of us homebrewed together oh. before opening the brewery. Yeah. And we had we thought we had sort of had our lineup set. And then my Uncle Dave um, came over. So the uncle, my Uncle Dave and my Auntie Darcy are um, 
their daughter Andrea is the founder of Valley Malt. So it's sort of oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Wow. So my cousin nice. Andrea, I have to put a play. I'm very proud. Yeah. Of, very yes. proud of my cousin. Yeah, she's Definitely. done a great job. So his uncle Dave was like hey, you want to, I was like, you want a beer? And he's like, sure. And then he just kept pounding. I'm like, <laughs> pounding the maple kids. Yeah. Like, I think we have a winner here. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. That one will be canning next week, oh, I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or, yes. Yeah. Or today. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember if it got pushed yeah. off. But yeah. And then um, we made, we used to make a smoked porter. So oh, all yeah. these were home brews. Yeah. Campfire. They, yeah. We still make that one today. We smoke our own malt on Applewood. Oh, that's um, so cool. So it's not a Rauch beer in terms of like that peatiness or the yep. level of intensity of the smoke. It's just kind of there. Apple roasty, you know, smoky. You, yeah. you, you drink it with brisket or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hog happy Hefeweizen <laughs> was another one where we were looking at like, at that point, you go to this beer store or a store for beer and that wasn't like now where you can find anything on the shelf, right? So. Um, we were looking at what do we like to drink and what can we not find out there. So the, it's a traditional German-style Hefeweizen, um, which we still make today. Um, and a lot of breweries don't make that still. Yeah. No. Yeah. You were on the hazy train before everyone else. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's pretty That's, fun. It's funny yeah. to see because we'll be like, you know, we'll have delivering beer out to a table and they're like, I want that beer. And I'm like, but you said you wanted an IPA. Yeah, that beer. Right, like, right. That's a, that's a half of I was like, that's a half. It's like, like one of the really lowest top beers yeah. that we make. Yeah. I was like, you're going to be so surprised. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was our Pilsner. So, those, yeah. and I remember Levy uh, was like, He's like, My you're dad. rolling out with six beers as your. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not gonna limit it to. I'm like, I can't make one beer. Like, I want six beers or seven beers or whatever yeah. or eight. I don't know how many we had. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so all those were the beginning, and we, we still, still make, make them. That's awesome. Yeah. Actually, awesome. they still make them. That's really cool. But yeah, now our bestseller is um, Hank's Pale Ale. Pale Ale. I had a, a dog, a collie mix, Hank, and Aww. when he passed away, we're like, let's make a beer for Hank. That's Aww. just like, he was loved to sit in the lake and fish right never caught yeah, anything yeah. but um <laughs> and uh, it was such a mellow dog so we're like let's create a fishing beer and so that's like our 4.8 percent pale ale that is by far our best seller here nice and then um when sours first started becoming popular annette loves sours we made cheek squeezer which is our kettle soured blonde with uh, tart and sweet cherries and mm -hmm. that by, is our, is for wholesale is by far our best selling yeah. beer very cool. See, breweries, a pale ale can be your flagship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? That's um, cool. What are you brewing on? What size now? It's a 15 barrel. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So you've yeah, upgraded. Yeah, you guys are producing a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Busy days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't brew every day. They're in the, well, right now, especially too, we're not brewing every week, but yeah. I think in the, in our normal world, we were probably brewing twice a week or two, maybe three times yeah. a week. You know, we there's it's only all, so many tanks you could fit in the <laughs> back. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, we did put in a 30-barrel um, right and a fermenter Ooh. for when we make our Pilsner because we usually split the batch and pepper half of it um, for the spicy. And then we'll use that for, like, Hanks when we need a little extra in the summer. Yeah. Nice. Um, obviously, COVID has happened over the last year. I can't believe we're coming up on a year. No. Oh, my yeah. gosh, yeah. Um, you guys... <laughs> have continued to serve food to the community and, and produce beer. Um, obviously, it's impacted the business in some way that you guys probably didn't even expect. But uh, what have you guys been doing to make COVID kind of a positive for you, if you, if you can, you know? 
Yeah, well, I mean, if you had told me that we would still be in business a year <laughs> after not serving a single person inside, I would have told you you were. Oh, you were absolutely yeah. crazy. You were out of your skin. Yeah, I was. Oh, oh I, yeah. I can only imagine. Um, yeah. I'm like, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Three weeks <laughs> to flatten the curve. We'll be yeah, fine. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> we're great. But um, we. We're lucky with the space that we've had. And, you know, like most restaurants, we turned a takeout quickly. And we did a lot. We've done a lot of things that I feel like we will continue to do. So for me, it, it, it's been very exciting to see our team be so creative. And one of the things we've done this winter is put install fire pits outside in the beer garden. That's basically an experience. Like people can come out they rent them for two hours uh carrie makes our team makes marshmallows so house-made oh, marshmallows yes. and house-made <laughs> awesome. graham cracker cookies um we make a lot of sausage here so people on the fire can like make their own s'mores like a whole night we have a campfire yeah. brought so like my bratwurst recipe we make a whole bunch of those and people we bring it out with sticks with our house-made sourdough buns and sauerkraut and our beer mustard and so basically creating um like experiences for customers and we've also um done a lot of take-home meals which customers seem to like as well because it's like why do you have to do like cooking and cleaning and we have take-home meals for four yeah. for example like carrie makes these amazing chicken enchiladas and um she just makes them all up from fresh like everything mm -hmm. and then um salsa verde salsa verde yeah the red sauce whatever that's called it's delicious <laughs> And um, yeah, people um, come in. You can pre-order it. Pre -order, yeah. 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 Eat them up. Yeah. Yeah, and we've also um, had some fun with our lady sausage or sausage. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I mean, a lot of stuff has changed. Like we're canning almost everything, so that right. was difficult to like roll and do. We were gearing up last March for our busy season, and we had so much in draft form. Of course. I like a lot of breweries yeah. did. Um, and then all of a sudden we have to turn 180 and sort of like, what else can we can, you know? So we've added, I don't know, almost and every beer in labels yeah. in cans this past year. Um, and that's, you know, that's been a good pivot point in a tough, you know, tough to do for the brewery, but they've done a great job at, yeah. at doing that. And then I think... Um, Our the, farm stand was new too. Yeah, Ooh. we had a physical farm stand out in the nice. parking lot. So we, you know, we do farm on our property about three acres and produce over half of our own produce for the kitchen in normal years. We have a CSA um, and then we have any excess produce we can put on the farm stand. So that was a new thing. And I think like a lot of farms saw, you know, with food insecurity, there was a lot, a lot of people looking local for what they could get. And so we saw that as well. Uh, we were lucky for that. But also we've had a transition like, you know, we went from a counter service model yeah. here to, you know, basically Nicole having to figure out all these online platforms to order, to do takeout, to, um, to yeah. do the pre-orders. You know, we're on a couple different platforms now, so you can order when we're not open, you can order when we're open. Yeah. You know, we have different menus um, and just kind of organizing all that so that we can be as contactless as we can with, with our people that are eating here. Um, I don't know. And then we're in disposable land, right? Yeah. Got, right. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. The, uh, the innovation just of all the breweries that we've seen is yeah. just amazing i mean we, you've taken such a hard situation and forced the hand of, of local governments yeah. to kind of 
maybe alter rules temporarily or you know you're doing your own thing leading the way it's it's awesome yeah, yeah and we were definitely really lucky with our space here i mean we were, yeah. we're not in downtown Portsmouth where you're sitting on the street you know i mean that's yeah. that's has to be so hard for those those restaurants to do that we were like well let's go into the field more you know and i mean our biggest battle here is the wind and the sun yeah um <laughs> so you know figuring that out but we do have the space at least good so do you want to maybe break for yeah yeah so ryan what does that mean it means sponsor time, time. Yeah. <laughs> all right Oof. we'll be back are you a solo artist band podcaster or anyone else who needs recording services well we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality welcome to small pond studios built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Barut sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. And we're back. So I am curious about Lady Sausage. How do you have time Most to... Most people are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How do you... You guys are doing so much. How do you have time to, like, launch a new brand with everything here? Uh, and why Sausage? Uh, oh, boy. Why Sausage? <laughs> um, sausage Camp. I, yeah. Yeah, about five, six years ago? I don't remember. I was at... It must be six years ago. I was at my nice. job at IBM and... This opportunity came up to go to uh, like a charcuterie school up in Vermont for several cool. weeks. Sterling College, right? Sterling College, yeah. Which I, of course, went to. It was like my first two-week vacation, and the, and I called it Sausage Camp. Um, <laughs> yes. Every every adult should go to Sausage yes. Camp. Yes. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Um, and we learned all kinds of things about making different kinds of charcuterie. But I just fell in love with making sausage. And we always talked about when we opened up a restaurant, there'd be some sort of sausage on the menu. And so when we opened up here and working with Carrie, we started with our Mexican style chorizo. Yeah. Just one of my first recipes. We made kibasa. And then we very early on came up with a concept for a brand, Carrie and I called Lady Sausage. And I got a logo and I did all this stuff in my, you know, in my spare time, kept moving it along a little bit. And then when COVID hit, and we used to do so many events here and I would just spend a lot of time thinking of different ideas yeah. and managing all of that, all the end to end details. And I find myself with actually a little bit more time. And also it felt like the right impetus to finally do something with the brand because what better time than to try something new to right. see if we could bring in another revenue stream. So anyways, fast forward, finally just launched it, created the website. And uh, in my spare time, I make a bunch of sausage and have uh, my sausage sire, Ben, in the kitchen helps me out. And uh, working great. with New England Charcuterie on the, the salamis. That's awesome. That, that is really awesome. So are you making the salamis or are those? No, that, that's a USDA. Uh, sorry, like, uh, yeah. So basically, 
Um, I don't want to have a huge facility here, so I've gotcha. par partnered with those guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> um, so I want to know what's next for for you guys. What's going on next? Uh, we have the summer months coming up. In in April, our tent. We bought this big like circusy beautiful wedding kind of tent that'll be back in april Great. Fun. um and we'll be expanding the seating yeah the beer garden yep. even was it two or three years ago we had this thought of like putting a beer shed out in the beer garden for people to just grab a quick pint we have a lot of people that stop by they just want to get a beer they're not really looking to sit or whatever so um we started looking at that i got the town approval a couple years ago and then Obviously, last year we didn't do anything with it, um, so we resurrected that to kind of create a outdoor bar area um, cool. this year. And I bought a slushy machine. <gasps> oh. <laughs> so, so yeah, look for, look for beer slushies. Yeah. Yeah. slushies. Yeah. Nice, nice. How do you feel about beer? I mean, obviously you're doing them. Is that something? Well, that, looks, yeah. for part of me is I just love slushies yeah. in general. Okay. <laughs> and then it's a two-container system. So I actually, we get so many kids here that I, and I know a lot of people that don't drink. So for me, more of it is about the non-alcoholic yeah. yeah. side of it than it is the beer slushy okay. side. I don't actually That's care cool. what we do on the other side. I'll have my team up to that. But like, <laughs> you know, if I'm, um, if I don't, if I want to like have a drink, like an adulty feeling drink without alcohol, like I'm pretty excited that we'll have an, That's another really, option. Yeah. yeah. Too. I'm excited for that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, then, and then community, uh, obviously trying to be, you have the CSA, right? Yes. I mean, last year you didn't, but yep. um, community, you guys have a huge community. They're a throwback loyalist. I mean, people <laughs> yeah. that yeah. love We're very, your, very your brand. Yeah, very. Why? I'm just curious. Why? What are you guys doing right? I, mean, <laughs> I think, I don't know. I mean, it, there's a couple of aspects to it, but I think for me, as we've been pretty vocal like early on about our values and what we stand for and really like being authentic about using local and like caring about our community and, and caring about like where our food comes from and um there's a people out there that have shared values um with us in terms of like really being concerned about our footprint on the on the earth and so and also, like, honestly, we try and hire people that are nice, <laughs> you know, and it's just really like I feel like I could teach people how to pour beer. You know, we can um, grow farm, you know, like teach farmers like new skills and um, brew house. But like you can't teach people to be like fundamentally kind. Right. And so yeah. we really try and find those kind of people so that, you know, when someone comes in, they feel like. No matter who they are, right? Um, they feel like respected and and they're in a warm, like welcoming place. And that's really what we tried to do is like be pretty clear about us, um, you know, being a relaxed sort of accepting environment for yep. people. And I I feel like people, at least in our local community, feel like they've grown up with us, right? Yes, yeah. we're yeah. celebrating our tenth birthday uh, in July. And, you know, there's a lot of folks that come by. I was at the warehouse. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, that's um, cool. So they feel like a part of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And continuing on with the community aspect, you're still sourcing a lot of your ingredients uh, locally within the 200 miles, you're saying? Yeah. As yeah. I mean, as much as we can. Um, mm -hmm. We, Andrea Valley Malt, like oh, the vast majority of our malt comes from the Northeast Grain Shed um, yeah. through Valley Malt. 
in our food, like what we don't grow, we do try and supplement from local farm yeah. as yeah, well. We're fortunate with the local food available to us in this yeah. area. It's a good agricultural yeah. scene. Yeah, definitely. Really There's a good network hub that a lot of farmers belong to that makes it easier, like a one-stop place for okay. our chef to order from. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm curious about uh, you. You were talking about pink boots. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you do, or how active is your? New in New Hampshire. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We. Uh, I mean, in terms of um, activity, like we honestly, honestly, like we don't. Annette and I personally don't spend a lot of time doing pink boots, but we are very supportive of the organization and of women in the industry, obviously. And there is uh, a bunch of breweries getting together in the next month or so to work on. Um, each brewery making a pink boots beer so we've yep. ordered the hops we'll be doing one of our playlist beers which is our experimental ipa yep. series nice with those hops um and then you should see something coming out about a little trail maybe Ooh. i don't, don't want to tease too much Ooh. but <laughs> something fun to something look forward fun. to though yeah cool. a bunch of pink boots supporting yeah. breweries. so love it that's awesome well, well thank you for doing this today yeah, absolutely. Of course. We, yeah. we appreciate it. And I've been such a big fan of your brewery for a long time. So Yeah, it's great to find Coming here, here and, and, and finally get a chance to talk. It's <laughs> yeah. been awesome. Um, I can't stress enough to our listeners, if you're looking for that, like, a brewery experience um, that's not like, you know, the, the typical brewery, come come here. Yeah. I'm serious. I can't. <laughs> you have amazing food. You have yeah. amazing beer. You have a beautiful location. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And not only is this a great brewery here there are great surrounding breweries so you can make a day out of coming yeah for sure to uh Absolutely, the area yeah i mean yeah. just on that like right down the street we have tilton and Wim brothers and Wim. yeah so yeah. that's like five a miles mile. yeah, yeah. No, Within, two miles maybe yeah. yeah 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 and then yeah you can go the other way and head into portsmouth and there's all kinds of breweries in yeah yeah go a little bit further go to kittery there's a bunch of yeah. stuff yeah, yeah it's yeah. awesome yeah so thank you for doing this today and uh I am so excited to get food here at some point soon. <laughs> yes, yes. It's one of my girlfriend's favorite places to come and get food. So, awesome. Nice. Cool. Uh, we'll end with our usual yeah questions. Erica's favorite. Ryan, do you want to go? What do you guys want to learn more about? <laughs> Stop <Stunt> them. <laughs> always the best question, right? I, yeah. I always want to learn more about brewing and different brewing techniques that come up, um, just from a from that perspective. Um, uh, more about shade shelters. No, I'm just <laughs> shade in this field. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. What do you? Um, I don't know. Like I'm kind of a businessy marketing nerd. So like there, on my list, there's a whole bunch of e-commerce related things that I'm looking into, especially as COVID continues. And it's amazing how much money we've made online this year. Thank God. So yeah. For me, it's it's definitely in that realm cool yeah absolutely and then yeah um what are you most proud of i'm most proud of i guess the team that we've assembled but also the longevity of the number of people that we have that have yeah. been with us for more than three years and more than five years is incredible like chris who's our head brewer now it's been nine eight plus yeah. wow eight plus it's years. like unheard awesome. of in a restaurant yeah our yeah. chef yeah. Yeah. is coming six years in may um are you know like it's it's i'm proud of of that that's really cool yeah. Yeah. i think like to to be homebrewing in your garage and like kind of like i don't know what i'm doing kind of <laughs> thing and then but to 
have sort of those fundamental desires to be part of the community and do that and then to be able to like kind of go about it organically growing you know when it's hard sometimes to look around like the day-to-day bullshit that we deal with sometimes and then you look back and you're like you know we have a farm here we have a brewery we have a restaurant um we hold this dream together you know and um and it it works like it's it's a really cool thing that you know for sure you don't really see anywhere so that definitely part, I think. yeah yeah it's pretty amazing we've been able to do it's it's really cool <laughs> thank you for doing this again thank and you I can't yeah. stress come out here enjoy their beer enjoy the view and when the, the weather's really nice this is like the perfect yeah. summer destination in my definitely. opinion spring yeah. and summer yeah. yeah and until next time until next time thank cheers you. thank you guys cheers, cheers. awesome episode lined up for you next week i am so excited to hype this one up for you erica who do we have lined up we have czar brewing that's right czar brewing out of exeter new hampshire ryan but before we go and say our adieus what else do we have to cover follow us on all social media instagram facebook twitter etc etc and also subscribe to our patreon which is www.patreon.com slash Brewroots Podcast. That's right. And also add us on AIM at Brewroots. Brewroots. I guess. Send us a <laughs> send us a message. And until next week. Cheers. Cheers.